This is Liz, and you're listening to Stanza, Poetry Aloud. Good morning, guys. I'm going to be reading the opening of David Foster Wallace's The Pale King. Some of you guys would argue that this isn't technically poetry. This is prose, but I'm going to argue that it's poetry, and it's my podcast. So um, I was thinking about this passage, actually, in the context of vegetation, which I read the other night. Uh, in terms of just the physicality of it, the lyric quality, uh, just describing actual plants and kind of getting lost in the language of it. Uh, I've thought about this opening sentence for a really long time, actually, um, but this whole opening chapter is really gorgeous, so I'll get to it. This is the opening chapter of The Pale King in its entirety. Past the flannel plains and blacktop grafts and skylines of canted rust, and past the tobacco-brown river, overhung with weeping trees and coins of sunlight through them on the water-down river, to the place beyond the windbreak, where untilled fields simmer sh- shrilly in the a.m. heat. Shattercane, lamb's quarter, cut grass, sawbriar, nutgrass, jimsonweed, wild mint, dandelion, foxtail, muscadine, spine cabbage, goldenrod, creeping charlie, butterprint, nightshade, Ragweed, wild oat, vetch, butcher grass, invaginate volunteer beans, all heads gently nodding in the morning breeze like a mother's soft hand on your cheek. An arrow of starlings fired from the windbreak's thatch, the glitter of dew that stays where it is and steams all day. A sunflower, four more, one bowed, and horses in the distance standing rigid and still as toys, all nodding. Electric sounds of insects at their business. Ale-colored sunshine and pale sky and whorls of cirrus so high they cast no shadow. Insects all business all the time. Quartz and shirt and schist and chondrite, iron scabs and granite. Very old land. Look around you. The horizon trembling, shapeless. We are all of us brothers. Some crows come overhead then, three or four, not a murder, on the wing, silent with intent, corn bound for the pasture's wire beyond which one horse smells the other's behind, the lead horse's tail obligingly lifted. Your shoes brand and sized in the dew. An alfalfa breeze. Socks burrs. Dry scratching inside a culvert. Rusted wire and tilted posts more a symbol of restraint than a fence per se. No hunting. The shush of an interstate off past the windbreak. The pasture's crows standing at angles, turning up patties to get at the worms underneath. The shapes of the worms incised in the overturned dung and baked by the sun all day until hardened, there to say, Tiny vacant lines and rows and insect curls that do not close because head never quite touches tail. Read these. I skipped over the bio at the start there because I usually just assume that people know who David Foster Wallace is, but in case you don't, uh, he's an American author born 1962 and died 2008. Uh, He's best known for his novel Infinite Jest, but has a number of books. Uh, The Pale King was his last work and was published posthumously um, and in fragments, really. I've always really enjoyed that opening paragraph and especially that opening sentence. You're kind of seeing the forest for the trees. You have these really lyrical plant names when really it's this field of weeds, but this detail of noticing and this deal of naming really brings a lot out. Uh, So hope you guys enjoyed that. If you've never read any David Foster Wallace, people talk about it as if it's this big daunting task, but he's very readable and very human. So 
recommended. Hope everyone has a great day, or if you're listening to this later, a great night.